Welcome to our reflections for this week. I hope and pray that you know that Jesus is our King and that he loves us dearly. The lion is known as the King of the Beasts and in the Bible Jesus is referred to as the Lion of Judah. This week as we think about the events of Palm Sunday when Jesus rode into Jerusalem, we remember that Jesus is our King. So let me begin by reading from Matthew chapter 21 verses 1 to 11. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say that the Lord needs them, and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfil what was spoken through the prophet. Say to daughter Zion, See your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and placed their cloaks on them for Jesus to sit on. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest heaven. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? The crowds answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Amen. When we declare that Jesus is our King, what do we mean? We clearly do not mean that when he was on earth he wore a golden crown, had many servants and lived in a palace. No, these trappings of a king which the world has seen as important for centuries were not something that Jesus had. Yet Jesus is our king and we are part of his kingdom. When Jesus rode into Jerusalem, he had a plan. When Jesus rode into Jerusalem, his disciples had a vision. And when Jesus rode into Jerusalem, his enemies had a fear. Jesus rode into Jerusalem to declare that he was a king, but not in the way that the disciples thought, nor the way that his enemies feared. Jesus rode in order to establish a kingdom of peace that would transform the lives of so many in the world. 
there are therefore various aspects of Jesus' kingship that we need to hold firmly to. Firstly, Jesus our King rescues us. It is because of Jesus our King's care for us that we have been saved and forgiven of all our sins. He has fought the battle and won the war so that sin which seeks to imprison us will not be able to. Through his act of love on the cross, we know that Jesus, our King, is victorious. Therefore, every word, thought and action that we need forgiveness for has been dealt with by Jesus. How grateful we are that Jesus banishes all our fears, all our worries and all our uncertainties and that he leads us to a place of hope, peace and security. Secondly, Jesus, our King, is sovereign. When we say a King is sovereign, we mean that the King's word is final, that everything is done according to his word and his plan. When we say Jesus is sovereign, we mean the same, though not quite in the same sense. The sovereignty of Jesus means that his will is done on earth as it is in heaven. Though not everything that happens on earth is in line with his desire. God created the world perfect and gave us humans free will, which means that we can make mistakes and events can occur which are not part of the plan of our King. Jesus says that we are to love one another and yet wars, conflicts and family breakdowns take place as we see so clearly at this moment in Ukraine. Such hurt and pain really breaks Jesus' heart as he continues to care for all the world. Jesus is our King and he remains faithful to us even when we are not faithful to him. Therefore we can trust him and place all our concerns and all our fears in his hands. And thirdly, Jesus is our King and has a kingdom. This is the church, not a building that we see or even a named church that we belong to. No, the church is Jesus' kingdom, which is invisible. It is made up of all those who have bowed the knee, confessed their faith and trusted in Jesus. Some will go to a specific church and some will not. Some will be able to define clearly what they believe and some will just know in their heart that they belong. Some will serve in clear and obvious ways and some will serve quietly and hidden from the view of so many. The only time when we will know who is part of Jesus' kingdom and who is not will be when Jesus, our King, calls us home to be with him forever because eternal life is a key aspect of belonging to Jesus' kingdom. Therefore, let us make sure that we live faithful lives to Jesus 
and always remain part of his kingdom. The people who greeted Jesus on the side of the road into Jerusalem waved palm branches that they took from the trees and they shouted these words, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. So let us praise Jesus our King. Jesus has saved us and we know that we are forgiven of all our sin. Jesus is our Lord and he is sovereign in this world even when things go wrong. And Jesus cares for all those who are part of his kingdom, both on earth and in heaven. And we rejoice that we belong to it. Jesus is indeed our King. Shall we pray? Jesus, our King, it is wonderful that you have brought us into your kingdom. You know all about us. You know how we live our lives. You know the good things that we do, the times when we are faithful and serve you well, as well as those times when we disobey you and follow our own course, rather than take directions from you, our King. Therefore, how wonderful it is that you have rescued us and saved us. You have won the war against sin and you have brought us forgiveness through your death on the cross. We are saved, forgiven and free and we can rejoice with you forever. Jesus, our King, we give thanks that you are indeed sovereign and that you always act in the hard times of life and in the pain and hate that we observe, often in ways that are unseen by us. Therefore, as we remember our concerns for the world, we ask that your will would be done on earth as it is in heaven, and that people would love rather than hate, help rather than hinder, and support rather than destroy. In the conflicts and wars that ravage our world, such as in Ukraine, be with the people who suffer, the leaders who need wisdom, and those who help in so many different ways. Situations like these break our hearts as we know they break your heart. And so we place all our fears and concerns in your hands. Also be with the people we know and care for, who are ill, who are bereaved, or who are worried, and give them all that they need at this time. Jesus, our King, we pray for the people who belong to your kingdom. 
We pray that our brothers and sisters in our country and around the world would sense you in real and encouraging ways. May they gain wisdom as they read your word and be drawn ever closer to you. May they sense your spirit guiding them as they reach out with your love for the world. May they know that they belong to your worldwide and eternal family and discover afresh your joy each day. Jesus, our King, we are so grateful for all that you have done for us and we continue to trust you as you faithfully lead us and all those who belong to your kingdom, now and always. In your name we pray. Amen. So let us continue to remember Jesus our King as we sing the hymn, Crown Him with Many Crowns. Victorious in 
So let us continue to look to Jesus, our King, who rescues us, who is sovereign, and whose kingdom we are part of forever. And until we meet again, take care, stay safe, and may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Amen.